Hello and welcome back to the Forever and Always podcast. Guys, it's been a minute. We have not recorded for a few months probably now, but we're going to talk all about why we haven't been recording and yeah, we're excited to be back though. Yeah. Before we start, do you have any, you know, thoughts of the day? No, not really. I mean, I feel like this whole episode is going to be kind of my thought of the day because we haven't done an episode in so long that I have a lot of thoughts, so. All right, well, I guess we'll hop right into it. Do you have a thought of the day? No, I guess we'll just go. Yeah, we'll just go. Okay, so first things first, we haven't released an episode, I think, since October, and if you remember that episode, Chris and I both mentioned that, it was either that episode or the one before, but we both mentioned that we have new jobs, and that's basically where things went downhill. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both are so, so extremely busy. Like, I know that's such a cliche to say, oh, we're busy. But if I ever thought I was like busy before in my life, I take that back because we have both been so busy and just we haven't had a second for ourselves or each other, honestly. Yeah. Like, our own relationship, any time that we've had, you know, free time for each other instead of, you know, podcasting, we just decide to spend time with each other and just build on our relationship and stuff since our schedules don't even match up for work it's like we don't even share weekends so our like afternoons sometimes are the only times we have together and even then katie will still have like events in the evenings and all that so yeah we both work a lot of overtime and which is good like we're not complaining about how much we're working because right now we want to work as much as we can and save up some money and get a house one day so we're okay with how much we're working but it's just like we haven't even had a second to sit down and record and it's funny because we'll say like oh we'll record next week you know we'll have more time next week and then the next week we'll come by and we'll be like okay well I don't have an event this day next week so it looks like we should have some time (laughs) and then that just like went on for months literally and then we finally realized that We want to release an episode before the year ends because it's never too late to kind of catch up on all of your goals and complete everything that you want to do before the new year starts. So this is kind of our fresh start, you know, without it actually being the new year. It's normal to take breaks from things that you do. Like it's just a way of life, honestly, and it keeps you sane because if we just did podcasting all the time, I feel like we'd get sick of it and then put a strain to some of the things that we do and we wouldn't be able to just produce like a quality podcast that we want to. So I think it's for the better. And, you know, we like to keep you guys waiting. We want you to, we want you to wait until this episode pops up on your, yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're just playing hard to get. Yeah. But I think, I mean, I feel like anyone can relate that it takes a couple months to get adjusted to a job and a new schedule and a whole thing like that, especially out of COVID. I know a lot of people started podcasts like we started this one out of COVID Mm -hmm. and they kind of just go to the wayside because real life hits and you go, oh, I don't have all that time at home anymore or doing like nothing, no downtime, you know? Yeah, exactly. So we're, we're happy to be back. We've definitely missed it. And kind of going along with not having time and not having time for ourselves, we want to talk about self-care because 
even though, you know, we haven't recorded episodes, it probably seems like we've been relaxing and enjoying time off, but that's completely the opposite. I feel like we need to really dive into our own personal self-care because we've been just putting everything on the back burner and focusing on work. And one of our goals, one of our, like both of our goals for next year is to just be so much better at our time management and figuring out a schedule, you know, like when are we going to get our workouts in? When are we going to hang out? When are we going to have time to rest and then to do our podcasts and to work? And you just really have to figure out where you're going to fit everything in. So self-care is definitely really important or you can get super burned out. And I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I think it's, it's important to have a fresh start we're going into new year and yeah yeah that's always important i think self-care is like one of the biggest topics talked about like since covid like 2020 2021 is like self-care city like that's all people talk about and it is cliche like oh make sure you make time for yourself and like all that kind of stuff but it is definitely needed like i think me and katie both were at the point if it wasn't for the holidays and we kept going at the rate that we were we would have burnt out for sure, Mm -hmm. you know? And then we also have had those conversations of like, do we want to keep doing the podcast? Like we haven't done it in a while, you know, but we just really love it. And like, it's a part of our life that we want to keep doing it. Even if it is sporadically, we just want to do it when we can. And I think that's something that everyone can do with anything that they love. Like, even though you might not be able to do it every day, you could do it when you can. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like there's such a stigma in our society that, in order to do something, you have to be the best at it and you have to be so consistent and so productive with everything you do or else you're, you'll fail. And I guess in some cases that's true, but exactly like Chris said, if you're doing, if you're working towards something that you love and you're doing it semi-consistently and you're keeping up with it, you know, every once in a while, then I feel like good will come out of it eventually and you'll kind of get into your groove. But it's nearly impossible to keep up with everything that there is to do in life, like hang out with your friends and take your dog on walks and make dinner and make your bed and put your laundry away and also go to work and, you know, FaceTime your family members. And there's just like so much, you know, even random things like, oh my gosh, it's my friend's birthday this weekend. I have to go get a gift. And it's like all of a sudden you have a to-do list that's a million miles long and then you have absolutely no time for yourself anywhere in there. And I think balance is like one of the hardest things to attain just in life in general. And the older you get in life and the more responsibilities you get, the harder it is to balance and juggle all those things. You got to roll with the punches and just do your best as it goes and just know that it'll work out for the better eventually. You know, I used to run every day and I loved it and I still love running but it got to a point where I did it so often that I just almost hated it or I dreaded doing it I feel like that was the same thing with this podcast for a little bit where there were some weeks me and Katie didn't even want to do it but we knew we had to kind of thing and there's a difference between like the episodes where we're really in it and we're super interested in the topic and we have a lot of time and amazing guests and we're just so happy and then you know, the episodes where we're kind of like throwing something together last minute, I feel like you can tell. Yeah. And I think there's a difference between like discipline and a quality podcast or quality work Mm -hmm. and still put out quantity. Discipline is very important when doing anything, but at the same time, 
remember why you're doing what you're doing. And if it's not giving you that same joy that you did it at the beginning, then find a new reason or find something else. You know, that's what's cool about this life is you can just pick up different hobbies and learn different things. And then you can just pick up the old ones that you did because it's like riding a bike. You can do it again, basically, if you have enough time to practice. Exactly. And at least we can say we tried you know, we can look back and say, oh, yeah, we, we used to have a podcast together and we have all these amazing memories and episodes that we've done. And whenever we do decide to stop this, hopefully not anytime soon, because we're just getting back into it again. Um, you know, you just make sure you try all these things that you want to in in this lifetime, because their life really is so short. And kind of going off what you were saying earlier, we're not robots. We can't just produce quality content you know every single week over and over and over you know we can sure try yeah and if we give you guys like an episode every week you're just gonna keep expecting it that's why i think uh (laughs) (laughs) what are you saying if (laughs) like let's say this podcast pops off and everyone's like oh we want an episode every week and then we're like hey remember we don't do that Well, should we get into some self-care? Sure. What do you have for us? Okay, so from the Health Coach Institute, I found some interesting um, information that I think we should share. So there's actually seven types of self-care. And I feel like when you think about self-care, you just think about taking a nice long shower and resting and doing your favorite things. But there's literally seven different types that we should be focusing on which seems like a lot but I promise it's not and obviously you know you don't have to check off all of these boxes all the time but I think it's important to be mindful of every single one of them. First up we have emotional self-care which are the actions that we take to connect with our emotions and process them in a healthy way. A few examples of these activities could be journaling, or going to your therapist, meditating, or practicing gratitude. So really simple things. These can be things that you think of too. This obviously isn't a one-size-fits-all. These are just ideas of what you can do. So anything that's kind of good for your emotional health. The second type of self-care is probably the one that I do the most is physical self-care. That's what I think self-care is when I think of self-care. is Mm -hmm. like going for a walk, going for a run or a bubble bath or getting a massage, taking a nap, like anything good for your body ends up being good for your soul and you have a better emotional outlook on life, I guess. Exactly. I think that's the most fun type of self-care to do too because you, I feel like you kind of see the rewards of that better because if you're, you know, doing a face mask, let's say, then your skin looks nice afterwards and you're, you're proud of what you accomplished kind of thing but you still feel like garbage on the inside (laughs) (laughs) you look nice on the outside but you feel horrible still (laughs) um okay the third type is mental self-care so this is similar to emotional but this is more working your brain so this could be listening to a podcast or trying a new hobby doing a puzzle or a word search or something like that, reading a book, anything that is helping you learn or educate yourself. I don't maybe if you're in school. Challenges your yeah. Mind. If you're in school, you kind of already have that done. But I mean, it gets, I guess it depends on what Yeah, cuz I feel are. like school's maybe not self-care. Self-care has to be like 
something that you're doing out of your own free will because you want to, right? <laughs> I mean, school could be self-care because you're taking care of your future and your financial self and you're learning hopefully you're going to school and you're learning a subject that you want to learn i just wouldn't say like doing homework is necessarily self-care because then it's like because <laughs> <laughs> we as a society think that we have to be so productive all the time i don't want to mislead you guys by saying that the only way to do self-care is by taking a bubble bath and getting a massage because it's like sometimes the best form of self-care is literally just laying in your bed not doing a single thing, not worrying about anything, and just laying there watching TV. That can be what your body needs sometimes. And it's like you don't have to be productive or be doing these sort of cliche types of self-care to actually be resting and caring for yourself. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty of self-care is it can mean anything to anyone. Like, that's what Katie likes to do for self-care. For me, I like to, like, sit in the sauna for, like, an hour or 30 minutes and just sweat and just almost suffer, but it feels good, you know? <laughs> like, for me, that's self-care. So, and it, it could be anything for anyone. Like, all of these things that we list are probably just big subjects, but if it's, like, something, I don't know, what's, like, you could honestly get away with saying anything is self-care, <laughs> except for, like, hurting someone else. Unless you're, like, in the MMA or something, and then you're, like, oh, I'm boxing, and it's, like, self-care, because it <laughs> gets my anger out. That's exactly you could you could get away with anything being (laughs) self-care except for like like really hurting or like murdering someone or you know like unless you're doing something bad it's like not criminal (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess that's true if it's something that you like and it's relaxing go ahead (laughs) i feel like self-care has to like calm your mind though or like release your stress so yeah maybe boxing but you're walking a fine line (laughs) <laughs> why are you the self-care police <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i actually am thanks for asking okay so the next form of self-care is social self-care which is anything that has to do with your friends so sometimes saying no can be self-care but also saying yes and going out with friends can be good for you, hosting a game night, you know, having phone calls with your friends or family, cuddling with a dog, writing a card and mailing it to a loved one, going on a date with your significant other, hosting a game night with your friends. So anything that has to do with hanging out with others. Just socializing, huh? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is one that I kind of struggle with because I like to just sit at home and hang out with Katie and Rocky and that's it, basically. (laughs) I kind of do too. Katie always tells me, she's the one that gets me to go out. (laughs) She's like, you're not going to regret going out. I never do, but I always complain about like, you know, getting pants on and dressing up nice. Well, not, I mean, nicer than just sweats. So... (laughs) But it's always a good time to go out and, like, socialize with people. And I always forget that even though I dread it before I go out, Mm -hmm. when I am out, I'm like, okay, I forget why I like doing this, you know? Yeah, it's good to have human connection besides your the immediate people that you're around, whether it's, like, your coworkers or your significant other, because you're around these people all the time and you kind of get used to them. So hanging out with other people or calling up an old friend it just you know you can talk to them about what's going on in your life they can tell you what's going on in their life 
puts things in a different perspective and you can just kind of take your mind off of what's going on. I think another thing that's nice about like social self-care is you get to know other people and like maybe their problems or like what they're going through and then you kind of realize oh maybe my life's not so bad or you're like oh this person is a completely different person than I am and then it just teaches you something new from Mm -hmm. life. Okay the next one is probably one of my favorite forms of self-care so it's spiritual self-care and this is anything that engages you to connect with your soul. So examples of this could be spending time in nature's, engaging prayer or attending a church service, doing yoga, volunteering for a cause you care about, creating a vision board or doing something else that lights you up and inspires you. I feel like this is one of the most rewarding forms of self-care. Doing any of that, you feel amazing afterwards and it's just a good way to really connect with yourself and let go of all of your thoughts and like focus on either a bigger being or connecting with your inner self or focusing on other people if you're doing a service project or something so yeah I think it's always important to like remind yourself how small you are in this world or like you're part of a bigger thing it's not all about you and we're only on this earth for like such a small amount of time if you compare it to like anything else it's like a fragment so that's always a good way to keep you just humble and a good person, I think. Okay, the next one. Practical self-care. This is anything you do to fulfill your core needs and reduce stress. This can seem kind of boring and not like self-care, but after you do some of these things, you'll feel amazing. So this would be like organizing your email inbox or cleaning your house, meeting with a financial advisor, setting out your clothes for the week in advance, or even organizing your closet meal prepping, anything that might not seem that fun, but it is really rewarding. Literally why we haven't been recording is because of practical self-care. Like we've been trying to get our finances together and our next episode, we're going to be talking about budgeting, which is something that we've been doing firsthand. And we have a bunch of things to go over with that. And that's just one aspect of it. We've also, you know, we finally kind of got our house in a way that like feels like home to us you know we finally have all of our paintings up and like our furniture is in place and everything's kind of set so it feels like a home so it just feels good that we did that we organized all of our stuff we got rid of the things that we didn't need we decluttered and like you know got new carpets and that kind of stuff that just makes you feel good and I think we feel a lot better and our relationships got better and that's just a self-care that like just snowballs into your everyday life i think the best thing that came out of us doing this was chris gave me the big closet that we have in our house he took all of okay i was at work he reorganized the entire closet that we have in our room put all of my clothes in there and took all of his clothes out and put them in this like tiny (laughs) tiny little closet that we have in the hallway but now (laughs) i have the huge closet and all my shoes are like laid out really cute and it's amazing so thanks for doing that (laughs) i should be on that like netflix show tidying up i have i just feel so good after like organizing stuff and like making things clean 
I think oh, it's just yeah. one of the most rewarding things. That's like one of my favorite forms of self-care. You're a huge cleaner. You clean all the time and it's like amazing to live with somebody that cleans a lot. But I will say you're not very good at the details. Like <laughs> in, in a big picture, you know, you do the laundry and you sweep the floors and like take the trash out. But I notice like the wall has like a little paint chip and it's like those tiny little things bug me. And then I clean those little things. So it's like we work together perfectly to just make the whole house spotless. So it's actually a really <laughs> good like <laughs> trade off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the last one is professional self-care. So professional self-care are activities and actions that support feeling balanced and fulfilled in your career. So this is anything that drives you towards your goals when it comes to your career. So setting calendar reminders to take a lunch break, spending time with coworkers after hours, setting your phone to do not disturb at the end of your workday, taking courses, attending conferences, or working with a mentor to develop your skills and support your desired career path, or taking mental health and sick days whenever you need it. I think that's smart that they put that in there because it is important to worry about your professional career and like try and build on that and not just have a job and just say I'm cool with just having the job you know it's always good to like advance and challenge yourself and do those things that they said is to keep you from burning out and to keep you engaged with your coworkers and like a good person to be around you know to work with yeah it's just finding that work-life balance because there's definitely times when I'll come home from work and I'll still be like checking my emails for some reason like I'll just be scrolling through my gmail and I'm like what am I doing like why am I doing this you know because I'll see an email come in and then I'm like oh let me read this really quickly I'll answer it in the morning but I want to like see what this says and then I realize it's like not important and I need to just figure out when to separate work and life yeah and I think that's what's really important for this like type of self-care is doing it when you're at work or not having it consume your whole life like you're just doing work your whole life and that's what you do after work and before work it's gonna be exhausting and you're gonna get burned out and not have like a good relationship in your normal life with your family your friends a significant other so just remember that in all of these types of self-care that it's about a balance as well yeah definitely I think one of the best things to do for self-care that like I've found is when I have a day off to first of all like get outside because I feel like if I'm spending the whole morning inside kind of like figuring out what I want to do for the day making a grocery list and just like being inside I feel like I almost get trapped a little bit so I like to immediately go outside and go for a walk or take Rocky on a hike or something and then when I come back I feel more ready to like shower and get my day started because sometimes when you're home all day like it's like a snowball you just kind of stay home and then you don't really want to leave and run errands and you don't really want to do anything you kind of just want to chill which is fine but I like to get all of my productive stuff done in the morning and kind of over with and then I have the whole afternoon to like relax but that's just what works for me <laughs> yeah and I think at the end of the day, if you take anything away from this episode, it's to just make sure you find that form of self-care that gives you joy or makes you feel good and refreshed for the day and like makes you enjoy living life, you know, and to also find that balance in doing it in your professional life, 
in your personal life, in your social life. Even though you might not be great at one aspect of self-care, as long as you're trying at least in a couple other aspects, then you'll be fine and hopefully you'll be sane and happy in your life. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of these things we all do without realizing that it's self-care. And it's nice to kind of sit down and realize that a lot of the stuff that we're doing with our lives actually is really productive and it's helping us towards our goal. And it's not just mundane things that we're doing to get through the day or the week. It's stuff that's actually good for us and helping us. So thank you guys for listening again. I guess it's been a little bit of a break, like we said, and we really appreciate everyone listening. And we hope that this self-care episode gave you a little bit of advice and just know that anything counts as self-care as long as you're not hurting someone or breaking any laws. (laughs) Is that like your motto now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) After this episode, (laughs) literally everything falls into self-care in those topics. Yeah, I know. That's kind of true. It's like it literally lists everything in life. It's like this is self-care. Making your bed is self-care. It really is though. So that's why I feel like it's positive to just look at chores as like self-care. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. But honestly, if you have like a clean home and you start your day off by making the bed, that's just one thing you just checked off the list and then it's a snowball effect that you just keep going. It's like, you know, just that momentum of the day. Yeah. I always live by the thought that like a clean home and a decluttered home especially will create a decluttered life because I don't like to have a lot of stuff laying around and a lot of things that are not necessary. And, you know, we like to be pretty minimalistic when it comes to our decor, and I feel like that reflects in our mood too because it just, our house is really bright and it kind of makes us feel happy. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Well, thank you guys for listening, and hopefully we'll be back next week. What do you think, Chris? Definitely. (laughs) We'll We'll see see you next time. time. Bye. Bye.